HavanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. You, you, you absolutely would have loved my career release back, Mike. But I lo- love it more or less than the cookie in my mouth. Uh, more. Okay. Draw more cards, counter more spells. This cookie's just like a one for one. Yeah, but there's a whole box of it. <laughs> All right, sure. It's a, so what are they? Why, why do you have Girl Scout cookies? I'm hungry. or walking on the way here. And there were some girls with some cookies. And they were like, yo, you want to buy some cookies? So more, more or less likely... That, I paid well, four dollars. Is that you, the right number? That no? you paid four dollars for a box of cookies from a Girl Scout, mm-hmm. or paid four dollars for a box of cookies to a girl who beat up a Girl Scout and stole her cookies. A, I think, is more like. You think A is more like okay? All right, so uh, there are so, like a lot of cookies. Like, I mean, like if you're just going to beat a girl up, you wouldn't add like I don't know hundreds of boxes of cookies. Mm-hmm. Take her street corner, you know. Mmm, like the wire. <laughs> Omar common. All right, so but you gotta is, eat some because like lots because I'm gonna, I am gonna eat lots, but I'm gonna try not to do it. Oh no no, we're gonna do it just right during the podcast. <laughs> thing. Um, if you hear that crinkling, that's Girl Scout cookies box. They're, they're tagalongs. Um, because these cookies are gonna be gone by the end of this session. <laughs> if you don't eat them, I'm gonna eat them all. All right, well we're gonna eat them in between because they're they're crunchy. All so right, let's eat them this after. is the last one I'm gonna eat during this. Session. <laughs> so anyway, my, allegedly my. Uh, so, yeah, my pre stack, I went blue-black. I took Selimgur as my uh, color combination. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had two of the Selimgur Sorcerers. That's the one that counters a creature spell and if you exploit. Yep. So, like, you can just counter for three, mm-hmm. which a couple of my opponents were surprised to find. Like, they're like, oh, but you didn't have another creature on the board. It was turn three, and you just countered it? Yep. Uh, so I had two of those. I had two Rakshasa Gravecallers. Which is probably too expensive for constructed, but boy, is that card good. I'll also exploit. It's five mana. It's a three six. And when it comes into play, if you exploited, you put two 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 zombies into play with it. So it's like a seven ten for five. Wow, that's like a for five total. Yeah, it's really, that's not really deranged hermitish. It's really good. Maybe it's not that bad. I well, don't I don't know. We'll find out. We're about to talk about black cards. So we've already walked through gold. Uh, and blue and white here on the drag on, drag off. Did you like that picture I sent you? Yeah, you the Mets dragged on yeah. and dragged off. From 1964. Wow. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're going we're gonna to pick up with black, which I feel you know very well suited to talk about now, having played with these cards. I didn't play with any other cards. I just played with the blue and the black ones. But uh, so we'll start off with... That's like Patrick Sullivan. He just plays with the red ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Acid Spewer Dragon. So I can't make this. that. No? No. What kind of 1970s iPad is this? I don't know. Uh, Six mana. So 5B for 3-3 Flying Death Couch. It has Megamorph. Its Megamorph cost is 7. 5BB. And when it's turned face up, put a plus one, plus one counter on each other dragon creature you control. For just the mere cost of 10, you can get a (laughs) 4-4 Flying Death Touch? Yes. I can see how you would totally want to play this instead of, say... I can't even finish the sentence. Yeah. All right, we'll 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 drag it off. Ambuscade Shaman. So this is two B for an orc shaman. It's a two two. It's uncommon. And whenever Ambuscade Shaman or another creature enters the battlefield under your control, that creature gets plus two plus two until end of turn. 
and then dash 3B. So this this is a really exciting this card. This card's actually kind of exciting. So this is just like you play this on turn three, and it sticks on the board, and then everything you play, uh, whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it gets two plus two plus two intelligence. So you really need to be dashing hasting, or yeah. hasting. If you had like a Goblin Rabble Master, this card would be like insanity. Ooh. I mean, obviously this is not priced to move and constructed, right? You could just play with cards like that. People don't, that people don't play with yeah. that don't get killed by a shock. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I could see this card beating the crap out of me and limited for sure. I could certainly see people complaining about Randy putting this card in the cube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll we'll pass. Uh, blood. It's a called dragging off. Yeah, Brian. yeah. I'm sorry. We'll drag it off. Blood. Blood. Chin. Fanatic. One. Bb. For a three three, so this is getting into a casting cost area that you like. Yeah, I'm very I'm very cognizant of this casting cost. Orc warrior, and then it has one B sacrifice another warrior creature. Target player loses X life, and you gain X life. Where X is the sacrifice creature's power. Wow, this card seems like it shouldn't be real. Like it seems like it's pretty powerful. And certainly, I I think certainly keepable, right? Like if you're it's like a warrior as well. Yeah. So it's but you can't sacrifice it. Another warrior. Target player loses X life, and you gain X life where X is sacrifice your power. This is like a late game machine gun card. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, like it, it, there is a mana cost associated, but it's but it's not a tap ability. Like yeah. you could play it on turn five and play it and sack another creature. I, I think this is very safe. I think it's a keepable card. Yeah. I I I'm just trying to think about what kind of deck you're playing. This just ha- has to be warriors, right? Yeah. It just just has yeah. to be warriors. That's the only. You know, it's an orc, but that's that's misleading. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm always curious about the use of orcs versus goblins in magic mythology. Like, didn't just Tolkien invent orcs, right? Like goblins, like everyone has in their culture, but orcs are just like a specific kind of thing. I don't know, dude. Who should I ask, I Kavada? I you should ask Kavada or Jeremy or someone like that. I I don't know. Well, I guess I'll ask Kavada. I uh, I don't see race. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or occupation. Yeah, or occupation, exactly. Uh, Were you a human wizard? Oh, you, could have been a, you could have been a human soldier for all I know. I don't I see don't race. No. Or occupation. Although I'd see you were white. The, the mana symbol in your upper right corner. Keyed it off. Uh, blood Chin Rager. 1B for a 2 2. Uh, human warrior. Speaking of go. warriors. Yeah. Uh, whenever Bloodshin Rager attacks, each warrior creature you control can't be blocked this turn except by two or more creatures. That seems like it could be a playable card. Like, you're just gonna hatred. Like more people hatred can't them. block. It. I mean, first of all, most of the time a B one for a two two is like a. I'm just like a guy that doesn't have any abilities or sure. is actually really crappy somehow. It's like, just like The Walking Dead. Yeah, right? but like. I mean, Patrick Sullivan has played, like, B1, 2-2s in Constructed and then just had them in his deck. And sure. I mean, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast over the years. Billy Moreno, uh, always always someone for a whatever the casting cost is. You know, I just like to have this many ones and this many twos. Get a bear in there. Yeah. I think, it, I mean, if we're going to keep Blood Chin Fanatic, I don't see how we could be cutting his buddy Blood Chin Rager. I think that they're keepable both. I mean, obviously, in a warrior strategy, 
I don't. I'd have to lay out all the available words, but this guy seems like he's okay. Right. Well, remember we had uh, we we looked at uh, what is it? Secure the wastes. Yeah. Which is the white X spell? Put X, you know, warriors into play. I bought that card after we had that. Did podcast, you? Yeah. So you know that's. I still got time. I think they're not shipping until the twenty seventh, <laughs> right? So we need to add more cards. I can do that. Um. So we we save we drag that one on. Uh, Butcher's Glee. QB for an instant. Target creature gets plus three plus zero and gains lifelink until end of turn. Regenerate it. I can tell you this card is was quite good and limited this weekend. I didn't play with it, but I got uh, blown out by it a couple times. So it regenerates incredibly powerful. Yeah. And plus three plus zero oh, and lifelink. I mean, I if this card cost B, I would just be all over it. It would be. Like I mean, two it, we've had it for B. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Not lifelink too. Not lifelink. Not lifelink. Sure. Don't you have to like pay two life for that? You do. One? You yeah. do have to pay two life. That's true. <laughs> That's like the opposite two, of that card. Pay two life, gain five life. Whatever. Yeah. So I think this card is wild good. I mean, it's you, not priced to move. Though. You're not gonna. Yeah, it's not saveable. Yeah. It's also got some pretty sweet art. Um, coat with venom. So like, this is when you get like an alien symbiote during the Secret Wars. Yes. Uh, B for an instant. Target creature gains plus one, plus two, and gains death touch until end of turn. It's kind of a cool card. Kind of cool card, sort of somewhere like what you were looking for from this. Yeah, I, I could see, if this were in another color, I mean, see playing it, but I don't You can't see. What about, what about in our Warriors deck where, like, people have to block our guys with two creatures? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm probably not. No? Yeah, no. I'm fine. I mean, I don't, I, just, I, don't, I just don't really get the mentality of playing the Warriors deck anyway. <laughs> Like, don't you know you could be casting a siege rhino right now? Can, like I, bar- can I borrow your secure the wastes? Uh, corpse yes, weft. 2B for an enchantment. Okay. Enchantment rare. 1B, exile one or more creature cards from your graveyard. Put an XX black zombie horror creature token onto the battlefield tapped, where X is twice the number of cards exiled this way. It's just your own graveyard? Correct. Wait, so for one and a B, it makes two twos? Well, for one, one or B, one B, you then can exile some number of cards. Yeah, if I just exile one card, I get a two two? If you exile one card, you get a two two. If you exile two cards, you get a four four. And you can do this multiple times at the end of your turn. You could also have a graveyard full of this cards. This card is like unbeatable, right? Like, you could actually have, like, a graveyard full of creatures and go, okay, two mana, remove... Two creatures, two mana, remove two creatures, two mana, but remove two creatures. But the scale is really interesting, right? Like, yeah. Because you could just do one B and then like have a ten ten. Right. If you right, if the if the you know the gate year the enemy's gate was down, as it were. I mean, like, I think this card is crazy powerful. It seems really good to me. Like, I don't know what kind. I don't know where you fit. I mean, like, obviously, it goes in like some sideboard sort of, of salt eye control or some right some sort of well. I mean, salt eye control doesn't have enough creatures. It has to be creature cards. So it's really like in a... Oh, it's creature card. I thought it was any card. No, 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 no. It is creature card. Oh, so it's, it's poopy then. It's not poopy. I think it's still good. It goes in like a... It's like in a Sadisi No, but you don't make like a 10-10 though. No, you make... But you might make three, four... Like you, you could easily have six creature cards in your graveyard and make six, four, four... Uh, uh, three, four, fours. Okay. I guess save it. Um, But... I mean, I it's like... Revisit that. I, I I thought it was any card. No, no, any like, card, any card. This card is obviously just insane. Right? Like, if it's any card. But, I mean, I think it's... I think the card's solid. All right. Now, speaking of a card that's better than solid, Damnable Pact at XBV. Sorcery, target player draws X cards. 
and loses X life. They're calling this the Drain Geyser. So mm. XBB Drain Geyser. Uh, I think this card is... I mean, if I were saving for wallpaper, this would be not my black wallpaper, but it would be up there. Okay. Um, I think that card is exceptional. It's kind of everything you would ever want. Like, you can get it as a... Uh, as kind of a overpriced sign in blood if you have to. Um, if you have a lot of spare life, you can obviously draw a lot of cards. But I think its primary purpose uh, is to kill people, right? And I think it looks like it does a pretty good job of killing people it in this cast. It seems It seems really powerful, right? It does seem very powerful, but it's like, here, draw five cards, kill you. Yeah, but if it resolves... Keep your life! <laughs> <laughs> and then five I mean, it's a damnable pack. It's not like nice guys pack. Yeah, yeah. No, right? I agree. Um, you know, it's not my favorite artwork in the set. You don't like this card? No, I, don't, I mean I don't like the artwork. The card is obviously awesome. I think it's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you? Where do you see this going in like standard as it uh, exists? You know, before this weekend. Like what? What? What do you? Where do you? Where do you? Put this, I mean, is this going in, like, is this the finisher in Salt Eye Control, a deck you were talking about earlier, like, where you're playing Control on Control, and you just have a million mana, and you get to some point where, you know, this is the last spell you resolve, and you just kill your opponent? I mean, there's also just spots where people are not punishing your life total. Right. I mean, I think this card is, like... You just draw four. And... Unremarkable if you just tap, like, four or six mana with it, but you just, all right take it i mean how many games do you play where you just cast three or four read the bones and you're fine with it you know sure it's just no it took 12 or whatever took eight i mean you just do something like that and actually get cards at a pretty reasonable clip right so two read the bones is six mana draw four cards you put six mana in this something about also four cards and you know pay about the same amount of life i have to admit there's something about this card that makes me a little sad that it's just like the idea that you could just put draw X cards on a card and just make it good. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, there's like all these really cool things, right? They're like, oh, look, it's Corpse Waft. And, you know, if you can get creature cards into your graveyard and then play this and then you exile them and then you make zombies and you untap and you do this and it's cool. Then maybe we'll play it, but probably we won't. Mm -hmm. You know? But it's like BBX. Somebody draws X cards and loses X life. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's just kind of like, oh. I mean, there's just so much precedent for cards like this. Being yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it makes me a little sad. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It just fills me with a little bit of like, oh, all right. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious, I'm curious to see where, where people will, uh, you know, four of these. Did you get four of these? No, I didn't get any. I didn't think about it, but yeah. like I said, they're not shipping until yeah. the 27th. So I, I mean, where, where, I mean, really, where, where they do you... They probably can't be very expensive, right? Right, where do you put this? I don't, that's, I don't that's a real question. But where, where do you put this in standard? Like, where, where, does it go in blue-black control? It seems not great in blue-black control, which really is going to want to just, like, I mean, if, like pain, painless card drawing. Like, what if, it, what if you're playing it in, like, some sort of green-black deck and your opponent's playing, like, green-white devotion, Right. You can't kill him with damage because he's got a bazillion life from whatever uh, mastery you unseen. But you're like in a standoff situation, like you can't really attack you. There's some point you're just like, you know, draw, draw 15 cards or something and they die. I think that's a thing that could happen. Sure. I think yeah. you can draw cards yourself sometimes. I mean, I just think there's just so much precedent. No, I, I mean, I think, there's, I think there's plenty of time where you've just, uh, 
know, your opponent casts Crocs or End Hostilities or does something. It's cast on yourself. And you just, like, tap six, draw four cards, go. Yeah, just... You know, <laughs> let's start the game anew. Yeah. Uh, Deadly Wanderings. 3BB. Enchantment. As long as you control exactly one creature, that creature gets plus two, plus zero, and has Death Touch and Lifelink. I mean, that seems like a spectacularly cool card. I but feel like at was, B or something else. Was, wasn't, card it, wasn't this a card in yeah. Edison restored? Wasn't that a whole mechanic? Yeah, I mean that's not not gonna be playable. Uh, it's expensive. Deathwind, uh, XB, instant target creature gets minus X minus X until under turn. It's a reprint, I believe. No, I don't think it's a yeah. playable construction yeah. card. Um, Deathbringer Regent. This is close to the best. I I, card. I had this card in my pre-release stack. I'm it sorry was, for all of your opponents. It was very good. So this card is 5BB for a creature, Dragon, 5-6, flying, and it has other attacks. Yeah, when it enters the battlefield, if you cast it from your hand, and there are five or more other creatures on the battlefield, destroy all other creatures. So basically, it's a Dune Blast that leaves a 5-6 mm. as the only creature. That's a Dune Blast that's easier to cast, as long as you believe. BB is easier to cast than... Three colors. And three different colors. That include B. Yeah. I mean, you can... Either your opponent's got guys, you know, you're setting up guys. You can actually just, like, use tokens to make sure you have the minimum. If your opponent refuses to overcommit into your Deathbringer region. But there's a lot of easy ways to make this so that it's going to be in your favor. Did I save you this save it, right? I did save it. I'll save it again. I just to be, maybe the second best black card. Close. Just to be sure. Um... Yeah, no, it's it's spectacular. It was it was, it was great. Um, defeat, one B sorcery, destroy target creature with power two or less. Um, I don't know. It's probably not good enough. I gotta tell you, I, I just as an aside, I really like this card. In limited it got yeah, it's gotten some pretty like. What's the text on last breath? Yeah, this is last breath for black. Right, right basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there's like so much competition. Yeah, I, I know. It's, I think it'd be tough. I mean, like think of the things you actually want to kill with a bile blight. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine wanting to play this in constructed, but and like a lot of the time you do timing tricks to kill, like even goblin rabble masters. Sure. I just, I, I, it seems very close. If it was like destroy target creature with like casting cost three or less instead of power two or less. Then that would be smother. It'd be like snap keep. But yeah. Am I am I gonna just go out on a limb and assume duress is what you think the best card in black is? Oh, I mean it's probably the best card in black, but I was thinking new cards. Oh, okay. But of course it's a keep. Yeah. So duress. You know, we get what? How how long do we have until we don't have to play against decks with duress and thoughtsies? Summer. Not gonna be my favorite thing about magic. You don't like playing against lots of discards? I don't. I don't enjoy it. People like us who keep these crappy hands, then <laughs> no, it's don't. not just so much that you lose when somebody has a hand destruction. It's that they have to they get to see the crappy hand you've got. <laughs> no, I don't care about that. I have no shame. Um, I mean, for me, like a lot of times, I'm, I just like, I mean, sometimes you want to play. There's different things that you can get out of playing a game of Magic, even a competitive game of Magic. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're trying to do stuff. You're trying to do something. Like, you're just trying to, like, just line up some cards to have some kind of cool interaction. You want to get four Biovisionaries in play. Or whatever. And it's just, it's very frustrating to lose to someone who's actually just not playing Magic and is just sort of, like, 
picking apart your hand. It's like the... I mean, I get it. I'm not saying I, I, you know, I understand the role. And I think I prefer to live in a world where duress or ostracize or some similar card is in the format. It says, I hate Thoughtseize with a passion. I don't like Thoughtseize. I, I think Thoughtseize is one of the worst. I don't like Thoughtseize from any dimension. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I hate just don't, playing I, with it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Um, you know, I just, I just find like, you know, these games where, you know, it's like the first three turns of the game, someone's discarded three cards in their hand with duresses and Thoughtseize. I mean, I find Thoughtseize to be a poorly balanced card because the yeah. disincentive to losing two life is so low in so many matchups. Yeah. But then it's like, even when you're playing against Red Deck, it's often not that bad. Like, you take a char or something, <laughs> you, you would have lost... Yeah, you would have lost four. I mean, <laughs> you're still going to lose because you cast this card that makes you take two yourself. But, you know, it's not that bad. Um, but uh, I just think the card is very poorly, poorly balanced. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dutiful attendant, one B, two B, sorry, for a one two, uh, creature, human warrior, to common. When dutiful attendant dies, return another target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So three mana for like conditional grave digger. It's obviously not a playable yeah. construct. It was this. Maybe it, it's good with um, what do you exploit? call it? exploits. Yeah. yeah, it was. I had it in my in my card pool. I played it over some uh, better cards that had exploit. Uh, higher up in my in my curve because I had so many exploit cards already that I just wanted to have a good exploit target and it, it was fantastic right like I actually cast Selmgur Sorcerer sacrificing this to counter their creature oh, and returned another Selmgur Sorcerer to my hand because I had two of them yeah which was pretty exciting so um but Dutiful Attendant says you have to return another target creature so not itself not itself but if it's in play and like someone wraths yeah you get your best creature back. No, no, no. I'm just saying yeah. it's a, it's just make sure people understand it's oh, a yeah, yeah. target creature. Yeah. If it, if it was another, <clears throat> if it wasn't another target creature, this would just be like a block. It'd be like some three mana force field. Um, flatten. 3B, common, instant. Target creature gets minus four, minus four until under turn properly. I think the best common in black for limited. Yeah. I think it's a cool name of a card. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously compared to Stoke the Flames. <laughs> There's no comparison. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't, doesn't hit the face. Yeah. No good? Nothing? No, no good. Okay, Foul Renewal. 3B, instant. It's a rare. So, let's, you know, this might be a little more exciting at the same casting cost as Flatten. Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Target creature gets minus X, minus X until end of turn, where X is the toughness of the card returned this way. That's an interesting card. So this is like a... So... Oh, it's to your hand. I thought it was to play. I mean, if this card was to play, it would be very, very powerful, because it's an instant, so you could, like, get back a good guy, block one of their guys, and then, like, kill another guy. No, it, that would be the actual bloodbath we've been waiting yeah. to happen for a long but time. just returning to your hand is less exciting than that. I think... But, I mean, X, where X is toughness, like, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff you can do. I mean, even something cheese, you know, like a cheap drop, like a disowned ancestor, or, you know, something with, four, you know, where it's, you know, minus four, minus four, getting a card back, too... Or a card we're going to talk about a little further down the line. I had mentioned to you from my from my uh, sealed pre-release pool, Rakshasa Gravecrawler, what Great there, Gravecrawler, which is what if there's six a toughness. card that was just B three, destroy target creature, draw a card. Would be good enough. 
Probably. You think? I think it might be. I mean, people played Annihilate and Constructed. Who played Annihilate and Constructed? People played, people played, people played Ribbons of Night and Constructed. But Ribbons of Night also gained life. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't think people are in the... Well, maybe. I guess they played I mean, Ribbons of which is terrible. And this is four mana. This is not five mana, which is the, the com comparables we've been using. I guess people play Utter End. And this is like... I mean, Utter End can kill a Planeswalker. Indestructible creature. I mean, it doesn't even kill anything. It's like minus X, minus X. Like, if you're getting, like, a Sylvan Wayfinder back, it's not going to be much in the, in the creature room. You have, you have to be playing in a deck that has toughness. You have to be playing with... I think this card is close, but I'm not going to vote for it to make it. You want to drag it off? I'm going to drag it off. I'm going to drag it on. Okay. Just so we have something to cut later. All right. And then maybe we'll maybe we'll talk our way into it. Uh, Foul Tongue Invocation. 2B instant as an additional cost to cast Foul Tongue Invocation. You may reveal a dragon card from your hand. Target player sacrifices a creature. If you revealed a dragon card or control a dragon, as you cast this, you gain four life. Wow, this is a cool card. Yeah, I um, like this, this card is very similar to... Also from my, my sealed pool. To, uh, what's the one that was like B, B2 target opponent sacrifices a creature and then you gain life equal to its toughness? Can you think about consuming vapors? No, that's B3. That's B3. Yeah. No, the one's just like B2. Um, I think this card is probably playable. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, especially there's a number of hexproof things floating around... The Dragosphere. Right I, I like gaining a life, man. It's or if you have a dragon in play, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like this card. Uh, Foul Tongue Shriek. B for an instant. Target opponent loses one life for each attacking creature you control. You gain that much life. I'm going to just not just take a moment here to just tell people to. I don't know. Maybe maybe I had multiple people play this against me in limited at the pre-release in the first two rounds. It was just like kind of like, okay, <coughs> I take three. Block I lose three. Block, yeah. <laughs> like, not 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 the most exciting card. Uh Grave Purge, 2B. Instant. Put any number of target creature cards from your graveyard on top of your library. Draw a card. This is just like coffin coffin purge. Yeah, or whatever it is. It's just been we've seen this card before. Yeah, no. It's not gonna get played. Uh Hand of Selimgar. One B for a two one. We've already saved a two two for two. So this is a 2-1 for 2. Death Touch. And it's it. a warrior. And it is a warrior. <sighs> I think this card... 2-1 Death Touch? Yeah. So they don't, they don't really want this guy walking around after, after uh, he's touched someone by death. No. But there are some chiefs that might, you know... Chief of the Scale will help, help him out, Make right? Make my 2-2. So mm. Not super exciting. I mean, I guess just having Death Touch isn't good enough at 2-1 for nah. this one MB. Um, here's a card I know people were, were kind of excited about on Twitter. Uh, when, the set, when it was first previewed, Hedonist Trove. 5BB Enchantment. When Hedonist Trove enters the battlefield, exile all cards from target opponent's graveyard. You may play land cards exiled with Hedonist Trove. And... You may cast non-land cards exiled with Hedonist Trove. You can't cast more than one spell this way each turn. 
This card is, seems very powerful to me. I mean, I was a big Debtor's Nell player. Right, this is right. This reminds me of Debtor's Nell. This reminds me of um, Yagmoth's Bargain to some extent. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's less restrictive than Yagmoth's Bargain. Or, no, I'm sorry, you mean Yagmoth's Agenda. Yagmoth's Agenda. So Yagmoth's yeah, yeah, yeah. was only yourself. Right, only yourself. And you were locked into playing only one card per turn. Right, you could target yourself with this. Yeah, but this says you can only play one card this way per turn. But you, Yagmas Agenda was the one card at all. Right. This you can get a land and a spell. Yeah. Well, you yeah. do that with Yagmas Agenda. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, it, you know, it may seem like you can only get one spell. You know, it says only one spell. So you can play a land and play a spell. And, per uh, turn, though. And per turn, so you can do stuff on your opponent's turn as well. Yeah, I think this card is very, very, very good. Where, where do you see it uh, fitting? Green base mid-range decks. Well, maybe, maybe a lot of them will play one. Right, think about how many exchanges you go through over the course of a game, getting up to turn seven, and you're just like, you know, heroes downfall that, Bob like that, blah 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 blah, thought sees you, whatever it is. Um, you could do it to yourself. You could do it to them. You play this. You just go play this thing. Just play a land that got binned by a Seder Wayfinder, or just play a land that was, you know. From an evolving wilds or from a blood saint mire, whatever it is, right. you get your payback there. Then every turn after that, it's like ancestral recall every turn. I th I do think that seven casting costs is a little expensive, right? But this is a very very powerful effect. This is not a this is not like a rookie effect. No, now, when you when when back in the debtors knell days, you either answered their debtors knell or you lost. Right, that's that's the thing. Well, and especially, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of decks that want to use their graveyard as well. You know, you're also, you know, sh if you, depending on where you do this, you're shutting, if your opponent has, gives you the opportunity and hasn't cast a dig through time or a treasure cruise or something like that, and they, you know, they're getting to that point, you know, you're also, you're also taking that away from them. Although it seems hard to catch them with their pants down there. I mean, or you could just like get them. And they might have a dig through time in their graveyard, and you're removing all of their firepower for future trader crews. Yeah, you know it's like you don't have to get them, get them. Like right, it's okay to just have a card that gives you a tremendous advantage. Yeah, I mean this is obviously not the card you want to cast. Your opponent's got like a like Garuk Seven emblem and fourteen creatures in play. <laughs> you might need something a little bit different than this to win the game, but just in, in these games that are fairly open. Play this, you're very likely to win, I think. It'd be interesting to see if, you know, parody if, if as a response to this, like if this actually becomes a card, if people will start playing um, Empty the Pits. <laughs> Maybe, you know, but white decks are already playing like Absent Advantage main deck. Yeah, so they're going to have answers. Yeah. Well, I meant other black, like in a black, you know, like a, a green black mirror. You know, you play this, and, you know, they're to exile the yard, and they're like, empty the pits in response, or corpse weft, which we just talked about a little a little earlier. But, yeah, I, I save this. This card, this card seems exciting to me. Seems like a card Nate Holt is going to play against me in Commander and, and gleefully uh, take great uh, joy in playing my own cards against me turn after turn. You don't care. You don't care that... Nate Holt torments me in Commander. He seems like a very nice human being. He is. He is not. He's not. He's not a nice guy at all. No. No. He's very mean. Like basically, he's decided he likes playing Commander. He has always liked playing Commander, but he just plays Commander to beat me now. 
I mean, it sounds like he's doing God's work. <laughs> uh, oh, he's like an embattled Philadelphia 76ers fan. He, no, he's not. He's actually a Brooklyn Nets fan. That's not even possible. He is actually a Brooklyn Nets fan. He is he not. He likes Darren Williams. He is not a. Uh, he is not a Sixers fan as much as he lives in Philadelphia and sort of passively cheers for them. Yeah, but he's not. He's he's actually a Brooklyn Nets fan. It's funny. He, he grew up around the New Jersey Nets. He posted this story a few months ago about Darren Williams having a perfect game. And I was just like, Darren Williams had a perfect game. I went and read this, and like. Apparently that the guy who wrote it has a very loose idea of what the word perfect means. Like it would it should have been translated to like Darren Williams has a somewhat above average game as an NBA point guard. I mean maybe it was like a Brooklyn accent thing. Maybe it's a perfect game. <laughs> Which means something entirely different. And like he's just like, it's like sarcastic. He's just like and he had like eighteen points on seventeen shots. And what would he really ask from someone? <laughs> I don't know. Shooting efficiency. All right, let's uh, back, getting back to the Blackhearts. Kolagon Skirmisher. Uh, it's another human warrior, 2-2 two, two for 2, and it just has dash 2B. Um, again, better than cards that Patrick Sullivan has played and constructed. <laughs> he's a sorcerer? No, he's a human warrior. A skirmisher. Skirmisher. Oh, that's a weird sorcerer. Yeah, no, yeah. Ah! He's the, he's the skittish sorcerer. Got it, got he has dash. Uh, not, not. Not a card I, we want to. I don't think very likely. Meringue River Skeleton. 1B for a 1-1. One, one. Black Regenerate. And then it has Megamorph 3B. I'm going to think it have Megamorph B. And it probably wouldn't <laughs> be good enough. Okay. Uh, Marsh Hulk. 4BB for a 4-6. Megamorph 7. That's the extent of its text? Yeah. That's the extent of the yeah, time for... that I'm going to spend on it. <laughs> Mind Rot. 2B. But... Sorcery. Playable. Scene, really? You like yeah, it's me. played scene play. It's not very good, but like, you know, if you cast Mind Drop before the red deck has emptied its hands, it's one of the better cards that you can play against a red deck. Right? Like, if you're playing a black mid-range deck, and you get them with this, and they just don't get you with two stokes. It's just That's just what happens. Now, it's not that good, and it's not that bad. It's even-steven. But it's uneven, Steven, because you only spent one card and they lost sure. two cards. It's, from now on, Mind Rot will be called Uneven Steven. Okay. Uh, Minister of Pain. 2B for a 2-3. A human Shaman. Exploit. When Minister of Pain exploits a creature, creatures your opponent's control get minus one, minus one until end of turn. Wow, I was waiting for like, the sweet setup. I think this card's good. For Constructed? I mean, I don't know if it's good for Constructed. I mean, I'm saying, like... I, ha I, again, had it, had it in my pool this weekend, played with it. Like, it's... I, I can imagine a scenario where it's good and constructed. I can imagine... Um, I don't know what deck I want that to be, and it has to have creatures, and I have to have things to exploit. But I could see a, easily see a situation where your opponent goes, like, turn one, tap land, turn two, um, you know, play a Seeker of the Way, or, a, you know, Soulfire Grandmaster. Turn three, they play Hordling Outburst, mm -hmm. and then you, you've played, like, a Shambling Goblin, <coughs> yeah. and then you exploit this, you get there 2-2 because the Shambling Goblin ability triggers, mm -hmm. and so you get minus 2, minus 2 on one creature, and everything else gets minus 1, minus 1, and you have a 2-3 standing at the end of it. 
Yeah, it reminds me of what's the name of that guy I used to play High Priest or something? It's like Black White One. All your guys get plus one, or all their guys get minus. Pontiful Blight. Yeah, yeah. That card was good for me on the Pro Tour. Yeah, I mean, but, I don't know. I, I see this card is is having a, a role. Um, I mean, I, I don't think this card is going to be, you know, burning anything up. I could see people playing it though. Yeah. Like, okay. how about how about your opponent? You do this, you know, against your opponents, like. You just tap it for You're, three and kill all their tokens. That's the thing. You right, that's what I'm saying. Like you all kill right. all their Elspeth tokens, you kill all their wasp tokens. Oh, killing wasps is good. I like killing wasps. Yeah, all I right. think this card's like fine. All right, done. All right, pitiless horde. Two uh, B for a five three orc berserker. It's so a five three five three, three for three. At the beginning of your upkeep, you lose two life. But it has dash. And it has dash two BB. So you could just never have it on your upkeep. Correct. You could also attack for ten on turn four. <laughs> yeah, you play one of these on turn three, you dash one in on turn four. It seems like this would be an alright card. You see your I mean, it's like the black ball lightning, right? Yeah. It's like Juzam Lightning. It's more like you have a Maya Ants, but sure. Do you, do you like this card? I think I like it. You want to save it? You want to drag it on? I think I do. Okay. I'll see how many black cards we have in the... It seems like a lot at this point. Yeah? You don't like a Yeah, Maya Ant? Uh, no, I do. I mean, this card seems fine to me. I would certainly consider it. I mean, I don't know. Again, it's like it feels like there's some deck it's that... It's like trample, right? No, it doesn't mm -hmm. trample. trample. Uh, Carsey Sadist. 1B for a 1-3 exploit. When Carsey Sadist exploits a creature, a target opponent loses two life, and you gain two life. I don't hate that card. You don't? I don't like it either. Okay. Just like Siphon Soul for... Yeah. Bark. Uh, here's, this is a card you and I talked about a little bit before we went on the podcast. Rakshasa Gravecaller. I had two of these in my sealed pool. And they, this card was ridiculous. 4B for a 3-6. Mm -hmm. Exploit... When Rakshasa Gravecrawler exploits a creature, put two 2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens onto the battlefield. So for five mana and the cost of another creature, you get seven power and ten toughness. This is like very Deranged Hermitish. Deranged Hermitish was a good enough card in Constructed. Sure. Is it actually an excellent card in Constructed? Yeah. I mean, th this card... And like, uh, the thing that was interesting to me about this card was also that like... I mean, obviously, you try. You hope to sacrifice something that's giving you value. Like mm -hmm. again, you know, we've talked about like a Saltai emissary or a Jeskai sage or a palace familiar or something along those lines. But uh, what what's nice about this is it also gives you fodder if you're playing a deck that has exploits. Like you know, having those two zombies also gives you fodder for future. You know, start chaining things together. Yeah, I, just, I don't think it's really going to see play because the fives in black are. We're going to see some other fives. Sure. Some of which may actually have exploit themselves that are really powerful. Sure, but I think this card is not too far off from being good. Oh, we're not gonna we're we're not gonna drag it on. I don't think so. Do you? Yeah. No, do I don't. So? I I love. I can't imagine. But it's. I gotta tell you, I can't imagine how many cards in this set I would pick over this in mm. draft. It's a powerful card. I I think. Ish. Yeah. No. It it is. Yeah. Reckless imp. Reckless imp two B for two two. Imp with dash. Yes. Uh, flying, it can't block, and then it has dash 1B. It's kind of good. This card's kind of okay. Just like 
you know, lightning bolt somebody every turn, basically, if you wanted. I mean, you get up for two. Like, oh, it's only 2-2? Two, two? I thought it was 3-1. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, why two, did two. I think that? I don't know. Yeah, Donna you... don't want to keep it. Okay. <laughs> At 3-1, I was like, oh, okay. interesting card. Risen Executioner. That's an interesting card. 2-BB. This is a mythic, right? Yeah. Um, zombie Warrior. Risen Executioner can't block. Other zombie creatures you control get plus one, plus one. You may play, you may cast Risen Executioner from your graveyard if you pay one more to cast it for each other creature card in your graveyard. This card's good. Yeah, I think it's very powerful. It's this like card's a, super powerful. It's like a crusade, and it's also like a Death Miss Raptor. Like, and you also, you, you know, you, you're in black. There, there's enough delve, and there's enough things to do. I mean, where you're able to also control that cost from ever getting out of hand. 4-3 for 4 can't block. Sure. Is, it's not a good rate, but it's not a laughably bad rate. You add together all the other text on this card, I think it, I think it tells a good story. Yeah. Keep. Okay, we kept. Self-inflicted wound, 1B, sorcery target, opponent sacrifices a green or white creature. If that player does, he or she loses two life. It seems a great card. Yeah, just a terrific sideboard card. I don't even know what else to say. Yeah, Doesn't it's like, oh, is that a Sylvan Carry added you have there on turn two? Boom. Yeah. Take two. Shambling Goblin, B... For a zombie goblin, when, when Shambling Goblin dies, target creature and opponent controls gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. So just strictly worse than Festering Goblin? Oh, no, it's not strictly worse. Strictly better. No. There are times you want to kill your own guy. Yeah, well... I was playing... There are also times where you didn't want to kill your own guy. I was playing Magic 2015 with Dolo this weekend, and there was, like, literally a spot where we were casting some spell, like, that mills somebody... Rather just mill ourselves. like Yeah, of course. I mean, you can't target yourself. Like It's sure. just like, it even says target, it says choose target player, and we're grayed out. And I'm just like tapping us. And she's like, God, fine. You get the ammo. <laughs> it was like pretty frustrating. Yeah. I like read the card like, it wasn't a card I was familiar with playing in Constructed. I read the card like three times, and it's, it definitely says target player, and I was one of the options, but I was grayed out. Yeah, and target I was like, player, not you. Oh, yeah. I guess you're going to lose your basic planes. But, uh, yeah, I, I like this card. I think this card's fine. Sibsig Ice. No, no, the oh. Shambling Goblin. I mean, yeah, I think it's excellent. It, it's an excellent card. I mean, it's not strictly better or worse because I guess there was times when it was dying before that you wouldn't have wanted to kill one of your own guys, but you'd had to. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that this guy cannot kill your own guy if you want to makes him yeah. not strictly better. Okay, Sibsig Icebreakers. This is one of my favorite pieces of art in the set, actually. Uh, 2B for 2-3 Zombie, just straight up. Yeah. Uh, when Sibsig Icebreakers enters the battlefield, each player discards a card. Uh, I think that some really unusual stuff that I haven't imagined yet is going to have to have happened in order for this card to be playable. What if you were playing, like, based on artwork? Um, I mean, the artwork's pretty sweet. I would have a deck full of Earthbind, if that were the case. <laughs> Gross. Sidisi Undead. You know, like Earthbind is my favorite time part all time. Sidisi Undead, just the most, of course, the most controversial piece of art in the history of magic. Is my favorite. Is your favorite. I'm a big Quentin Hoover fan. Yeah. Is that really the most controversial piece of art? Yeah. Well, it's because it's like bondage. It's a woman tied down. It's, it's not a woman. It's a fairy. Whatever. I mean, people find it to be, you know, 
Triggering. Triggering, sexist, offensive. How about well illustrated? It is, is that it one is, of the it things? Is well it's illustrated. extremely well illustrated. Yeah. Um, so do you see Undead Vizier? Oh, look. The best <laughs> card in black. 3BB. Challenger for best card in the set. For a 4-6. Death Touch. Zombie Naga. Legendary. And then it has Exploit when it enters the battlefield. Uh, you, If it exploited a creature, you can search your library for a card, put it in your hand, and then shuffle your library. So worst case scenario, it's just... An overcosted and, uh, demonic yeah, tutor. Yeah, it's a demonic. Uh, or, I mean, there's other... Diabolic tutor. Diabolic tutor. Yeah, mana. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... If it's just Diabolic tutor for plus one mana, it's obviously not probably going to be good enough for constructed, but attached it to a 4-6 body. And there's so many cool things you can do with exploit. Um, and I was just thinking about some of those things on the walkover. You know, we didn't even get into exploit and attacking with your own guys with mirror mockery at all. Like, there's situations, I think, where you could have mirror mockery on... Oh, yeah. Uh, on a... Sid- D, uh, not Cities, sorry, on uh, Solengar, Dragonlord Solengar, which is a legend, right? But has an interesting trigger. If you have Mirror Mockery on Sidisi, Undead, Vizier, you attack, uh, thing comes into play, triggers go on the stack, choose to keep one, obviously you choose to keep the one that's wearing Mirror Mockery. Um, and Oh, wow. Yeah, not the token, but you still get the trigger from the one sure, the token. Sure, sure. Right, you sacrifice the token when it comes into play. And, yeah, yeah, and then that's the actually just the oh wow, that's yeah, disgusting. It's, it's uh, uh, that's it's actually just mighty gross. mighty magic. The gathering, I think, like it, 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 you can just do so with legends. That's interesting, right? Like with like Solengar, like you know, you could do stuff based on state based effects. You can do stuff. I mean, there's there's just the obvious things you you can do, right? Like, there's all the obvious things are also powerful, of course. Right. This card is just, like, really, really powerful. And and how about just the idea that you can just also, like, get your one copy of CDC whip? Yeah, your whip of Erebos. I mean, like... You know, and sacrifice your Seder Wayfinder. I mean, I could see a deck that was just, like, black-green mid-range, four Seder Wayfinders, four of this... Four Crackling Doom Engine? Is that the name of it? Sure. Yeah. Crackling Doom Engine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six mana? Yeah. yeah. Is it Crackling Doom Engine? Yeah, I believe Scuttling it. Doom Engine. Oh, Scuttling Doom Engine. Crackling Doom. Crackling Doom is, Doom is a card, yes. So, like, we're just like, all right, play my Sadisi, get my Scuttling Doom Engine, attack you, play my Sadisi, sacrifice my Scuttling Doom Engine, nug you for six, get a Scuttling Doom Engine. It's like... Good. Yeah, it's like filthy. Good. Like... It's very, very elegant, powerful. I mean, and then besides which, there's all these things you can play with tokens. Like, Death Mist Raptor. Like, you can just play this guy with Death Mist Raptor, sacrifice Death Mist Raptor, just rebuy Death Mist Raptor for free sometime in the future. How about, how about whipping this guy back into play? Oh, he's filthy if you whip him back into play. Yeah. Just format, and then it's just Demonic Tutor. Yeah, it is. <laughs> or Diabolic Tutor, I should say. Well, you say. probably get to attack for four. Too. Yeah, well, you, yeah. If you sacrifice something yeah, else. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. <laughs> you probably would. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I, we, have we kept him yet? We, we did. Keep, I'll keep All him right. again. You'll see some cards that we kept J- twice. J-I-C. Yeah. J-I-C. Uh, Silumgar Assassin. Well, that is a portentous name. Yeah, 1B for 2-1. Creatures power, with power greater than Silumgar Assassin's power can't block it. 
uh, Megamorph greater than? Yeah, with power so, greater like, than. So he can't be blocked by threes or above, basically. Correct. Unless, but Megamorph, fours so he's above. fours or above. And then when Selimgar Assassin is turned face up, and it only costs three to turn him face up. When Selimgar Assassin is turned face up, destroy target creature with power three or less and opponent controls. Since Megamorph is only three? three? Yeah. I think this card could have a home somewhere. What do you think? I, I do. I mean, I think, you know, just like you were just talking about, like, Black Green and yeah. Death Mist Raptors and, like... I think there's going to be a lot of incentive to play the Rando Morph Megamorph sort of creatures because just Death so Mist Raptors so good. Your, just so you can hide some of your, your morphs. I mean... Blue, black, you know, Megamorphs. Stratus Dancers. Like, you need to give... You yeah. Need to, you need to just have, like, some other morph besides Stratus Dancer just so people... Have to, sometimes have morph. to, you know, go, all right, I got to try. Ah, idiot, it was a good new lurker. <laughs> <laughs> Moron. Uh, I remember when uh, Randy told me about Morph when it first came out in Onslaught. Yeah. He liked it because, uh, I don't remember if it was Randy or Mark who said they liked it because it was bringing bluffing into magic. Sure. And then, but they were wrong. Uh, first of all, there's no, really, not really any bluffing in magic. That's one. But the reason they were wrong about bringing bluffing into magic is that the number of playable morphs was so narrow. Yeah, that- <laughs> but you know, if you want to, you want to have bluffing in magic, yeah. right? You allow people to put any creature they want face down. Yeah. But you get to call bullshit, and if it's and you call bullshit and they flip it over and it's not a morph, they lose. The- but if it is a morph, you lose, and then you just go on to the next game. Oh, see, so that's how you have like half of that now, right? <laughs> so like you could right now you could play like. Oh, I'm gonna play my Shadow Mage Infiltrator face down as a morph, and you can do that. But if you get caught, then you let you lose. So bluffing and magic. No. So the way that you would have bluffing and magic is if there was some like way to benefit yourself by folding games, right? Right now, if you lose a game, that's it. You sure. Go to the next game, and the match is over. There's no, you know, very little reason to to throw to, to throw the towel in. That's the only way that bluffing would work yeah. in Magic. Right, uh, you, look, I think usually when they say bluffing, people are just talking about representing a card that they don't have in their hand. Right. right. That's that's not really bluffing. That's like... No, I, mean, bl- there's bl- I mean, bluffing right, Bluffing in Magic is I don't have Condemn in my hand. Yeah. But, but I'm going to leave up a white. But I'm going to leave up a white yeah. in this significant enough way that, you know, maybe you don't attack me with your one flyer this turn. I guess I don't have a lot of respect for you if this is how I'm going to play Magic. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's kind of funny, right? Like, depending on your opponent, you can actually get some value off of that. Like, where with worse opponents who are scared of everything. Oh yeah. You know, like they're like, oh, you know, he could have this, and you know. But also, a lot of times, you can get some value off that off of better opponents. So I was uh, in contention for top eight of a PTQ back in the onslaught block, and um, Patrick Sullivan was was going to make top eight. I asked him to play. He was playing. He, I was playing goblins, and he was playing red white slide, which is I don't know that. I, mean, yeah, I don't understand. So I'm like, your memory like must be fuzzy. Play the last round, and you know, maybe just eliminate somebody who would have otherwise made top eight. Maybe he'll help make a spot for me. And he said, I would, but I don't have wing shards. Well, that have to do with anything. He's like, I don't have wing shards. This is a PTQ. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you mean. It's like this is a PTQ. I don't have wing shards. Like, well, I, I understood the words you said the first three times. He's like, it's like, like jabronis or whatever word it is. Like, don't play around wing shards. And I don't have any. <laughs> so 
So what you're saying is like against more skilled opponents, the people would be conservative attacking because they'd be afraid of wing sharps. But he doesn't have any, so like just people just playing like idiots doesn't doesn't get him any value. So yeah, so he wouldn't play. Yeah. All right. So and, you know, I I and others have played in the last round of Swiss many times to try to sneak people into. The sure. See, it just wasn't. Did we save this guy? I think we can save it. It'll be like four copies of that card. Selmgar Assassin. <laughs> sure. Selmgar Butcher. Uh, 4B for a 3 3 exploit. When Selmgar Butcher exploits a creature, target creature gets minus 3, minus 3 until end of turn. Well, that's certainly too expensive. Yeah. I did not play either copy of this in my sealed deck. Oh, I think that's probably erroneous. I think I, uh, I had too many other cards that were, that were good. I had two Grave Callers. Yeah. That were like sitting in the five mana sacrifice a creature spot. Don't you have any, any poopy guys you could have played? Well, you have to play a couple poopy guys to exploit. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I was playing them. I oh, okay. I'm not cutting them and like to put more five drops in my All deck. All right. Um, and I have plenty of removal. I, I don't know if it was correct, but I just like, I had too many cards. I hear you. It's only a 3 3 fundamentally. Yeah. Uh, Ukud. 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 How about we go with Ukud? Ukud. I don't Cobra. even know. Cobra. 3B for a 2-5 Death Touch. Well, that was a lot of time spent yeah. on a card that we're not going to talk about cutting. Ultimate I'm Price. I'm dragging up. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Drag on. Yeah, so reprint card has been very good for whenever it was around. Excellent card, yeah. Uh, Virulent Plague. 2B. Creature tokens get minus 2, minus Creature 2. Creature tokens only? Creature tokens get minus 2, minus 2. Don't we have a card that costs the same amount, also in black, minus 2, minus 2, to everything, not just tokens, and you scry? We do. I think that this but card this, is not as this, good as that. But, I mean, this is clearly a sideboard card, right? So is that. Okay, but this lets your guys live through this. I mean, you're not you're not going to play this in a deck with creature tokens. So your guys are going to live... Well, maybe you have big creature tokens. Or, or you have big creature tokens, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think this card is very good. That's my opinion. You, you don't think this has a home in some sideboards or, you know... Oh, it's an enchantment. It's an enchantment. I thought it was a sorcery. No, 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 no. This is an enchantment. Oh, yeah. This card's it's a completely different analysis. Okay. This card is an enchantment. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so we like this now. I mean, it's not, it's not earth-shattering, but it's, it's pretty good. Manifest creatures are not doing right? No. Nice bitter blossom. It's really good against wasps, good against Elspeth. Yeah. I like that card much better now. Yeah, yeah. It's not a... Yeah, it's, it's, it is very much like Drown in Sorrow when you play it. Yeah. But then it sticks around and continues to drown. Right, I like it better. Much yeah. better than I did before. Vultress Aven, 3B for a 2-3 flyer. Bird Shaman, exploit. When it exploits a creature, you draw two cards and you lose two life. Mm. Nah, probably not. Would you consider this at three mana for 2-3? Exploit, draw two? And flying still? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be insane. What about not flying? Like, you would just kill itself, right? Yeah. yeah before... Yeah. You're already in Drain Geyser range, right? Right, right. Okay, Wandering Tomb Shell. 3B for a 1-6. That's it? End of text. <laughs> All right, so let's take a look. Dave Humphreys just get bored that day. She's <laughs> like, meh. What's the worst card I could put in the development cycle? I mean, sometimes you just need a creature. You know, you just need you some so power and toughness. So just pick the worst one? That's yeah. the. All right, so let's see goal. what black cards we still like kept. Uh, Bloodshin Fanatic. Loose Keep. Fine. Loose Keep, but it's interesting. Yeah. Bloodshin Rager. Just get rid of it. And goodbye. Uh, corpse Weft. Mm. 
I still I like this card. All right, we'll keep it. I mean, I, I don't. Don't talk about it too much, right? I, I might start feeling very strongly in a, in a different direction. <laughs> okay. Right now, it's just fine. This is like with my wife. I'm like, that's fine. I don't need to talk about this topic anymore. Damnable. I pack. told you I don't need to talk about this. Topic Damnable again. pack. This card's excellent. Deathbringer Reason. This card's excellent. Duress. This card's excellent. Duress is so excellent. We have it in here twice. Uh, Foul Renewal. This is a card that we were on the fence about. I'm not a huge fan. You're going to delete it? I'm going to delete it. Right. I like Drag it. it off on I do you. like it. Foul Tongue Invocation. This is a three-mana Diabolic Edict. Sometimes you gain four life off of, off of it. It's good. Hedonist Trove. This card's very good. Yeah, this is going to be just like, hunker down, boys. We're going to be here for a while. It's I a, like it. This is a grindy. <laughs> I like it. Game Mind Rot. Uh, Minister of Pain. Minister of Pain. Man. Yeah, I mean, all right. Now, now that we've also seen the virulent, uh, yeah, thing, the, this isn't doing as much. Pitiless horde. Pitiless horde. I, I don't like it anymore. No. Do you like it? I mean, I don't. You know, it's just whatever. I mean, it's it's a berserk. If it were a warrior, you're gonna lose to it at some point. I mean, thanks. I mean, like, I mean, just gonna. Opponent's just gonna dash it in. <sighs> Again? Why well, can't it even take two? No. I think it's good. Don't cut it. Okay. Uh, Risen Execution. I'm actually softened on this card. Yeah. It's I in, think it's all right. It's, it is all right. I mean, I like anything that comes back from the graveyard. It's uh, powerful. It can't block, but I mean, I guess I don't really want to block. Yeah, who blocks? So. It's never okay. been done. All right, we'll keep it. Self-inflicted wound. Awesome card. Shambling Goblin. Good card. Good card. Sidisi Undead Vizier. We and both think be, this is the best black card. You might wallpaper if that were an option Double I may have saved it I may have saved it three times uh, Selmgur Assassin it's alright it's fine I mean, you know it's like a sideboardy card ultimate price for sure yep and then Virulent Plague alright so how many we got for Plague 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 16 yeah I mean, That's we a, we must have been terminally loose on some of these, but we'll never know which ones. Let's just go straight yeah. to red. <laughs> straight I mean, to red. I think I think Mind Rot's probably the loosest card in there. Yeah, but I think but Mind Rot's a playable card. Okay, dude, we were just playing with Rakshas's secret last month. It okay. wasn't just us. Like many mages have had Rakshas's secret in their deck. I mean, Rakshas's secret does a little, gives you a little extra, gives you a little mana back. <sighs> It's such a like a. So it's like a one mana discard two cards. It's a. Yeah. It's gonna make this coffee sound. All right. <coughs> do you want to do, do another one? Yeah, let's just break up? and then okay. do another one. All right, we'll come back with red and green. <laughs> 